Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all Depends on what's in it for them They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash Succeed or fail, it has to the tell Dungeons and debacles starts now Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kevin going around the table. John. Hello, I play Tibbet. And Ethel. Shane. I'm Alexander. Caleb. Hi, Caleb Brockman, and I play Amanante the Warlock. And Blake. I'm Blake. I'll be playing Juliet, the fighter Dragonborn. Okay, so last episode, you were investigating around the town. Um, you were running out of clues, so you went back to the barracks and caught, talked to Captain Treas, who uh, told you there was an agent of the Red Talons that was a spy in the Collar Guard. And um, he'd been working his way into a position to be a guard for the mayors. And um, about a month ago, he uh, stole a artifact from uh, one of the uh, saviors that was a family heirloom of the mayor's. They captured him and they were interrogating him at a safe house for the uh, better part of three weeks. And then you learned that maybe the target in this whole thing was the spy whose name is Taryn Lynn kind of think at this point that the Red Talons were trying to uh, get this artifact from Taryn who had stolen it from the mayor. So as you're following leads, um, you've decided to go down into the sewers and take care of the uh, cobalt problem that may still exist down there. And in the process, you ran into a whole gaggle of them, probably 10 or 12, dispatched them pretty easily. You've learned that cobalts do not make honey, and now you find yourself in the sewers in what appears to be the barracks for the kobolds. You're looking around, you see burlap sacks and some hay and garbage and rotten food that apparently the uh, kobolds were munching on. Really stinks in this room. So what do you want to do? Let's start ransacking the place. Okay. Uh, Somebody make me some investigation checks. I want to investigate my life boy here. I got 11. What does that mean? I got 19. 17. Could you uh, expose the rest of this room for us, please? Um, yes. Dungeon Master? And get rid of uh, Oliver's character. Little little thingy. (laughs) Got sick of, uh, basically ate some bad honey from these kobolds. Mistook poison for honey. Thank you. So, uh, (laughs) with uh, Tivit's investigation check of 19... Um, he's rummaging through the kobolds and looking through the sacks, and it's not really finding anything. He's finding some rat bones, some trash, rotten food, uh, burlap sacks. Um, you're not finding really any money or anything that would be of any use to you. you know, maybe the weapons that the kobolds have. They've got some pretty disrepaired short bows and rusty short swords and daggers. Me. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is there a process where like a local blacksmith will pay for metal? Like a scrap heap? Um, yeah, that's a possibility, but, you know, you don't know if that's worth, you know, picking these up for the, you know, couple of silver you may get for carrying all this stuff up. But, yeah, you can get some money from it. Uh, I go and pick up the swords and stuff and just pile, put them into a big pile. <laughs> if we, just in case we decide to bring them back up whenever we return. Okay. Silverize, uh, gold, foolish. Yeah, I go ahead and mention this to everybody. Just say, like, whenever you find a sword, just toss it into the pile. So if we actually want to, we actually care enough, we can just bring it back up and turn it in for money. Why don't we just break it so the kobolds can't even use it anymore? They'll have to buy more ahead. Or upstairs? Up above. I mean, yeah. I don't think any kobolds are getting past us. All right, but we have more sewer to search. Um, yep. Everybody give me a perception check. I'd rather die. The sewer I got. My perception of one. I get a seven. Natural the 20 from Tevit. Yes. <laughs> perceives into the next plane it looks so hard that your eyes burst so uh with that check you are seeing what appears to be cobalt tracks um going to the west and to the northwest so northwest looks to lead back toward where we found the priesty guy west seems to be uh regular oh i tell everyone else by the way look cobalt tracks I shrug and start following him. Which way do we want to go? North, uh, west, or west? <laughs> let's fill out our map. Let's go down. Oh, south? Well. Yeah, hmm. I'm ready. I don't have a problem with that. that sounds right. good. Can we have the uh, rogue lead the way? So we're not. Yep. I just assume yeah. that uh, Dogman is just going to be chilling here. Oh, he'll be coming with you. Oh, oh, he's coming with me? What a shame. He's NPC'd right now. He's got a mouthful oh. of cobalt honey right now. He's not very talkative. <laughs> ain't honey, man. All right, so let's do a quick check for traps. Um, with a 19, yeah, you don't you don't see anything. Let's go. What do we I see around this corner? I imagine a perception check is in uh, mm-hmm. this performance. Oh, dear. Perception of 11. I roll um, a natural 20 on my perception. Nice. Um, so you're looking down this hallway, and uh, as far as you can see, it looks like there's uh, a bend that goes um, to the north, and then it looks like the hallway continues. So much hallway. Uh, I light a torch while we're walking down. I already have one. Uh, I believe. I think I, my thing sells light on it, don't it? Probably. Well, yeah, my probably, crossbow yeah. sells. Yeah, my crossbow sells light on it. it hasn't been that long. So we're not being too sneaky at the moment. What's sneaky? (laughs) We're a group of like six people covered in armor and stuff. And like we just killed a bunch of kobolds. (laughs) Yes. That would not have been quiet. There's a smell of roast kobold from a couple of breath weapons (laughs) and burning hands and such. It might overpower some of the turds. Um, Looks like north is going to connect with the western passage, which Mm -hmm. had kobold tracks. West, who knows? No traps? No, you don't see any. All right. Let's, Let's head west again. Yeah. And push the uh, dragon towards the front now. Yeah. <laughs> it's about it's that like it's time. opening up into a room. That, that filthy dragon beastie. So how are probably we going to be? The, kobolds. the dragon probably has more class than any of you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we is... only have the one each. Yeah, no Juliet's very here. well educated. It's true. All right. Looks like it opens up into a room up north. Any traps before we uh, send the dragon in to poke things with her really stupid long stick? <laughs> uh, perception of 17? No, you don't see anything. All right. Good enough Mom for us. Need to pay Julie? Et. 
<laughs> so Juliet is walking into the room. Oh, look at that. That's how you do that. Or you just look at it. All right. So um, you walk into this room, and it appears to be a large room that has uh, trash in it. Um, similar to what you found in the barracks, the kobolds are very filthy. Um, and you see some scattered tracks in here, but uh, they look kind of old. Uh, does anybody want to give me a perception check or an investigation? Machine's on top. I got a 20. <clears throat> yeah, right, Amonity. That 19. <laughs> Get out of here. Mine was an investigation, so if there's any clue, <laughs> I will find them. <laughs> so, um, Alexander's looking around and um, he sees something in the water. Um, the water's not very deep. It's only probably about a foot. And with the uh, the light coming off of your torch, um, you see oh. something that appears in this area right here in the intersection of the water. I walk up uh, and put my I hand into the water and dig it out. I investigate it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you pull out appears to be a bag. It appears to be probably about uh, eight inches in diameter. It's made out of leather. Okay. I, uh, is it like shut? Is it like tied shut, or is it a? It has a a, a string um, catch opening, and it's been pulled tight and tied. I undo the string and open it up. It's full of bones. So so inside the bag you find twenty gold pieces and gems um, that appear to be worth probably 30 gold pieces and an amulet uh i take out the amulet and say hey guys i found an amulet in this bag and i stuff the uh that bag in my backpack i roll a perception yeah you're gonna have to roll a bluff on that please i i have an eldritch sight which allows me to cast detect magic at will on so i use that towards the amulet um do you have to roll anything for that oh deception so Looks like Tivit was not fooled by Alexander. <laughs> well, that would be uh, probably against your passive uh, perception. Oh, okay. Or your passive is insight still a thing? Um, I don't think so. Oh yeah, insight, insight is, a is thing. still a skill. It's, yeah, it's still a skill that we have. So, but it's going to be pretty much the same as your passive perception, probably. But um, uh, that would make sense. It uh, looks like he fooled all of us. So, so it's thirteen for Amanity for insight. Actually, the person with the highest insight would probably be Duggan. <laughs> yeah, it, it beat Duggan's passive insight as well. So, yeah, everybody thinks um, everybody thinks that that's on the up and up. Yeah, I go and stuff the bag into my backpack, and uh, I hand over the amulet to the warlock guy. So wouldn't, he can try. wouldn't that have been a sleight of hand? We saw you probably. reach down and grab a sack, and then put the sack in your back or maybe no. we did so you put the sack in your backpack we were focused saw, on the amulet <laughs> yeah i oh i got the bag i took out the amulet and said hey i found a sack with an amulet and i just stuffed the bag away so it would have been a sleight of hand <laughs> well i mean at this point i mean your understanding of what's going on is the only thing that was inside of that bag was the amulet mm-hmm. and then he made a deception check and he passed everybody's passive insight so at this point, your understanding is is the only thing that was in that bag was the amulet. Unless you want to okay. ask him point blank if there was anything else in the bag. I don't have any reason to right now. Except that I know that he's kind of a money type fist. 
<laughs> Just rubbing penny. for silvers. <laughs> we're on a 500 gold piece mission. Yep, that is a thing. So does uh, anyone with uh, Arcana or Ritual want to check out the amulet? Yeah, I uh, mentioned over it's a... Uh... I cast Detect Magic on it. Yeah. Well, you cast um, Detect Magic on yourself, and then you can look at something, say if it's magic, and... Right. That, okay, there we go. School, it's magic. Good clarification. So with detect magic, will it just tell you that it's magic, or will it also tell you the property? It tells you. You see an, an aura. That's it. Yeah, so you we'll see, see an aura, aura that tells you it's magic, and it tells you what type of magic is attached to it. School of magic. Yeah. So you would know that um, the amulet is magical, and the type of magic is divination. Divination, huh? And uh, as a quick roll for Arcana, I roll a twelve plus one for a thirteen. Um, yeah, that's not high enough. Yeah, nine. Anyone else want to try and roll an Arcana check? <laughs> I think Blake dropped out of. No, I'm here. I'm okay, just there listening. you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, I'll, I'll, awesome Arcana. I'll take a. I'll take a look at this. Sixteen. Okay. Nice. So, Juliet looks at the amulet and knows what it does. Um, it's called the Amulet of Favor. Once per day, the person wearing it uh, can roll a saving throw with advantage. Okay. Is that um, only, is it like once per person throughout the day, or is it just like once? Yeah, like is the it, amulet is can be used once with another person. Yeah. We're not really attunement. It's just like, can we just like, once someone has already done their roll, can they pass it off to someone else to do a roll? No, it's, it's no. once per day. Okay, once per day for the actual item. Got it. Um, do you want to tell us what it's about, Juliet? Or are you just going to like try oh, and yeah, I'll tell something? you guys all about it, including okay. the varied history it's had among the kingdoms on the high hills. Yeah. Uh, I. So, who should get this thing? Who needs a. Who's I feel like it's not going to be targeted. I think, yeah, I think the Warlock is already going to be good with his temporary HP. Uh, so the weakest member should probably have it, right? They're the person that needs luck the most. I'm a very unlucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> and a much and a pretty low HP count. Our burglar needs luck more than anything else. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we do it with He's leading the way, yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good it's idea. A, yeah, yeah. Especially if, like, he accidentally falls into a trap. Uh, I hand it over to him. Booyah. Bye. Tivit nods gravely and slips it over his pointy ears. <laughs> so it's just hanging by his ears? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're rather big. They keep his head up. <laughs> yeah, it's not even around his neck. It's just like around the back of his head, caught onto his ears, and just dangling on his uh, neck. All right, I'm putting this in chat, uh, what it does. So add it to your character sheet. All right. That's fine. And just so you remember, let's put like a little icon on your token. Okay. Uh, you could put it in the like. Do you have any uh, temporary HP things that you use? Well, there's uh, like these it. little icons that you can put um, on your character. So. Oh, can you? Yeah. That's cool. Um. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like all those symbols and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Got it. Okay, so, so, like, see that little icon that popped up beside him. Yeah, I got you. So, um, John, you can change that to whatever you want that makes sense to you. It's just nice having those icons up there because it's easy to forget that you've got something like that. But if you can see that icon and be like, oh, yeah, here you go. Okay. Aura. Um, oh, my gosh. My aura, the 30-foot radius detect magic is huge. <laughs> this is the that's the range of my uh, the light. Because, you know, remember the last time you like, did the fine, I had the light spell on my uh crossbow oh yeah that's a good point 
Yeah, that's still on. So I'm just gonna put like a 20 foot radius. That's the range that I have the like a uh, pretty clear sight, and then after outside that range, I think for another 10 feet is dim light. And is that for the torch or for your sight? My sight. That's for uh, the light on my torch. I mean, the light on my uh, crossbow. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I can go and put the spell up if you want to look at it. No, that's fine. Yeah, I go and double check. Uh, bright light for a 20 foot radius, dim light for an additional 20 feet. Okay, it's a clear view for 20 feet and then 20 feet out past that is dim light. All right. And this is, that's a bright light. All oh, right. oh yeah, forget. Could we go look at uh, what the detect magic to see if where we uh, lost those tracks a while back, where it just ended up at these uh, things? See if the walls are magical. The walls definitely aren't magical. It's it's a sewer. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> those tracks. Maybe there's an illusion. Yeah. Those tracks just petered out. It, they didn't end or fly away or disappear into the walls. They just yeah. But I'm wondering, like maybe their master had like some sort of uh, escape ability to fly. Set up. <laughs> no, like an escape place set up through the walls that we hadn't noticed. All right. So want to go back and check out the northwest? Yeah. Well, let's let's just cut cut to the east. And yeah. cut through, and we can I can go back and look at those track that track area. And just to clear, oh yeah, DM. Just to clarify, it's like one of us like writing a map as we're going through. So like we have a general layout, or are we just remembering like where things are by just going through it. Well, I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to no. create a map? Uh, yeah, I jot down like a generalization of like what the rooms kind of looked like as we went through, and okay. uh, that's really everyone else. Because I don't think my character himself would like remember everything since the last time he went through this place was a little while ago. So I uh, asked everyone else to try and recollect what every room looked like and just wrote it down. That way, in case okay. we have to like write notes or something. Okay. So looks. Are there traps in this hallway? Yeah. Uh, no, no traps that you see. Okay, so let's head on back. Let's go to the upper left. And does Amaniti see anything? Yeah, I'm popping over here. This is about where the tracks ended once upon a time. Yeah, you're not detecting any magic. How how long does that spell last? <clears throat> Ten minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Now that I've wasted my time by checking out your lead, let's continue on to the northwest. <laughs> it might last for an hour. Uh, No, this is definitely ten minutes. No, light. Like the spell that I put on my uh, crossbow. Okay. Oh, the light spell. Yeah. All right, so you're moving up through the hallway, and you peer down this hall, and it looks like it opens out into a larger area. I motioned for Juliet to move forward ahead of me. All right, move up inside the room cautiously. So when you get into this area here, uh, it opens up, and it just looks like a larger room, and inside it are two giant rats and a rat swarm. Yay! Oh, my God, we can finally fulfill our dream of killing rats. And finding honey. <laughs> Remember to tell Oliver we ate all the honey. Yeah, we ate all the honey for him. We actually found the. Uh, not all of it. We had to tell some away. We can't carry it all. All right, so everybody roll initiative. That is a thing that I will do. Select your character token first. I got it. Yep. Oh, but the I mean, you can, you can up. Yeah, you can input it yourself if it's not on there. Mine's on there. Yeah, mine's I here. roll a critical failure. Ooh. Plus two. Nice. That's not a that's not a fast roll if I ever seen one. I think I tripped and fell in the mud, scrambling away from the rats. I was um, so startled. Uh, DM, can I go and roll a uh, nature check to see if I can uh, like see if the rats are susceptible to bright lights? 
Um, sure, you can do that. It's a four. Yeah, four. You don't know shit. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, yep, there's some rats, and they appear to be hostile to you. It's perfect. So, giant rat Here's number you. six is going to go first. Move over are, here uh, and attack Juliet. And that is a 16, which will just meet your armor class, so it beats for four damage. Get ripped. Next up, giant rat number seven. It's going to move up to Juliet, attack, and that is a 16 for five damage. What a, what a roll. <laughs> wow, these rats got your number, Juliet. Don't worry. Rats are nemesis. Nemeses. All right, let's see. Tivit is going to draw his short sword, wriggle around behind Juliet and uh, sh- or Alexander, and flank this son of a gun. All right, time to sneak attack. Would that inside an opportunity attack since he uh, was moving around a lot within his attack range? No, because he never left his threat range. Okay, so he actually actually leave the threat range. Okay. To attack with opportunity and ooh, 18. <laughs> 18 <laughs> and will hit. Sneak attack. <laughs> well, 18's on uh, advantage roll. Well, that yeah. flanking, so we have advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, total of 14 damage. All right. That will take out the giant rat. <laughs> Next is Alexander. That's me. I'm just going to move up behind uh, <laughs> to it and. Uh, Attempt to shoot the giant rat. So let's go hit check. Got a crit. That Uh, no matter what damage you do is going to kill it. (laughs) Oh yeah. So I hit with a three on the regular one, and then just a one d six plus two slash roll one d six. Wow. So you did five damage. So you did a crit and did a total of five damage. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, because I don't do that much damage. Oh, damn, that's embarrassing. It's still up. That's oh, fine. Uh, wait, do I have to roll another 20 to figure out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do. So roll another uh, 20. Yeah, six. Just for listeners at home with our rules, if you roll a crit 1 or a crit 20, it has special effects. So now he rolled a 6 on the crit chart. Which means bleeding out. You cut your opponent deep or cause internal bleeding. Target takes 1d4 damage each round. Con save ends. So roll, okay. roll a d4 for me. It's a one. Damn it, Shane. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bard. What do you want from me? It's still up. <laughs> perfect. So whenever he gets back to him, it's gonna, he's going to take another 1d4. Oh, wow. The, 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 the bleeding is a nosebleed. Way to go. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's like the, with the crossbow <laughs> critically. Golf claps. Yeah, I've had worse bleeding from flossing too hard. So uh, yes. next up is going to be Duggan. One, two, Arson. three. And is going to uh, attack uh, giant rat number seven that Alexander couldn't manage to take down. I'm a bard with the crossbow. Spoony bard. So that is a 19 for 5 damage, which will kill that giant rat. Oh, yeah. So uh, Duggan the Priest uh, raises his mace and just smashes this uh, rat into bloody meaty pulp. Next up, Juliet. So Juliet's going to run up and uh, breath weapon on top of this group of rats. Nice. How many times per day can you breath weapon? 
Yeah, it's only once, but the last time we left, we did a long rest, didn't we? No. no. Oh, we then I don't it. have it. Okay. We, we did it. You did it in this big room that's just behind us currently. Are you sure? Because yeah. I thought Breath Weapon was once per encounter. No, no, it's not. It used to be that way in 4E. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to make a regular attack with the Halberd. Go for it. Choke up on oh. that and take a nice Whoa. stab. Nice. So that's a 22, which is going to hit for 11 damage. And uh, do any of us have like a blunt weapon or something? Duggan does. <laughs> I hit for force damage. Um, Duggan and Vito. Yeah. Duggan okay, has yeah. a, Duggan has a mace and Vito has a hammer. Okay, Vito yeah. is a blunt weapon. I remember these guys <laughs> being pretty uh, not takes like less damage from like slashing and piercing weapons. Just being a swarm of rats. Actually, they take... Uh, hold on, let me pull their stats up real quick. North Korea's ICBMs are blunt weapons. <laughs> um, the Rat Swarm um, has resistance to budgen- uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. Okay. So Yeah, I don't really have anything on me. Let's help with that. So next up is the Swarm of Rats, which is going to attack Juliet. That is an 18... Is that hit? Yep. Yes, it does. So that's for three damage. Butcher. Next up is a monity. I pick myself up out of the mud, being last place, and move forward into the room and blast the rats with my Eldritch Blast. Rolling a 15 plus 5 for 20 to hit, and rolling 9 force damage. All right. Next up is Tivit. Time to dance. Okay, he's going to come around behind these guys and attack, not with advantage. That is a 21. That hits. Sneak attack for another five. Total of nine. All right, next up is Alexander. That's me. Uh, Is there anything I can do to support rather than shooting my crossbow? Got light mending, which doesn't really do anything. Healing word, this guy's so. Well, you've got a healing word. Juliet could probably use it. <laughs> healing. Uh, how much HP do you have left? I got plenty left. Okay. I'm only beating for my head, thighs, not knees. And, yeah, uh, I only have a certain amount, like per day. Yeah, no, so, that's fine. Yeah. Can I bide my action? Like, uh, I think you used to be able to like bide your action, like uh, in oh, case like flank. Yeah, like say I can have uh, in case this happens, I can I'll use my action later to do this in response. Like a delay? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, uh, I'll delay healing word in case the rat. In case uh, what's your HP at right now? Uh, six. Six. Yep. Okay, if it gets below three, uh, I want to use healing word on her in response. So that's the thing you can tell. I don't. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I can. I think that he would be able to have like a good understanding of like what your physical situation is like, or you can just be, or you can have your character yelled over to mine and say that you're ready for it, or like ask for a heal. Well, I would think Alexander. Uh, give me a perception check, Alexander. Sure, perception, and I get a plus one to that, so a seventeen. So with the 17, you can see that um, Juliet is probably not in the best shape. Um, she's taken some hits, so you could delay your action and say, if Juliet is hit again, I will cast Healing Word. Right. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. And then I'll pass it. So next up is Duggan. 
So Duggan's going to walk into the room, seeing that Juliet is injured, is going to cast Healing Word, which is a creature of your choice that you can see within range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So his wisdom's a 3, so that would be 1d4 plus 3. So that is 2 plus 3 is 5, so Juliet gets 5 hit points back. And that is the... I'll take it. That's the end of Duggan's turn. Next up is Juliet. Like a new beer. Flank him. You're going to flank a bunch of rats? Why not? <laughs> okay. Throw, throw some cheese one direction and then walk over now to you the have other direction. Uh, advantage. <clears throat> oh, we're using flanking rolls? Yeah, either way, that's going to hit. Okay. Um, so that is 13 damage. So that would be enough to kill the rat swarm. Oh. Oh. Hooray! We've defeated your rats. Easy peasy, women mix peasy. Old man, can you find the the wounds on the dragon girl? He already well, did. Yeah. Well, he, he cast, cast a. He cast healing word. He can do a heal check. I would need something like that, Duggan. Duggan, hey, Duggan. Well, I mean, you're out of you're out of yeah. combat right now. If you just yeah. wanted to take a short rest, you could get back uh, those hit die anyway. Okay. See, that just means spinning. That means rolling hit die or just getting all of the hit die back? I can never remember. Uh, that would be uh, rolling hit die. Okay. Let's take a quick look around for traps and such before taking a rest. That would right. be a good idea. Why are we resting? I don't know. There's so much to be done. <laughs> 17, you don't see anything in the room. Yeah. And uh, anything magical so would grow. So you don't see anything in the room? Not even us? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Not even you see uh, yourselves and some rat carcasses, but it doesn't appear that there's anything else in this room. Can I, like, okay, so I want to try and set up these rats to make it look like they squeeze them for hunting. All right, so you're out of combat. Um, you're in this room. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, I see a room to the west. So oh, yeah, uh, Kevin, real quick. Uh, last time we were talking, we were talking about we uh, we said how much gold I had that I was like carrying for all of us. Uh, what was it like two fifty? Um, stand by and I'll tell you. Um, you have two hundred and thirty gold minus six silver pieces. Uh, or so. uh, six gold pieces rather. So it would be uh, two hundred twenty-four. Got it. Then I personally have the uh, gems that are worth thirty gold pieces and twenty gold pieces. And the bag that I found and put away. Yeah, I'm making a little notepad thing so I can uh, see what I got. Yeah, I'm keeping track of that, too, along with your experience. Right, right. The only thing that I'm not yeah. keeping track of that I'll need you guys to keep track of is magic items and items that you pick up. Those will be on your character sheet. Alexander, you have the uh, ring of locating, right? Uh, yes, I need to put that down. Ring of locating... Which is not you tuned with me since we have not taken a rest since it being in possession. Well, you'll, you'll consciously have to attune to it, too. My understanding was right, right. you were keeping it just so whoever is attuned to it can find you. Right. Using uh, ability scores, adventuring, world of magic, spells. All right, Tivit, so you're at the entrance of this room. What are you doing? Looking for traps. Don't trust those filthy little dragon halfling thing. Don't, wait, did I just hit it twice? We'll take that first one. It's a 21. You don't see anything. <laughs> All right. And I don't see anything in the room either? Or 
Um, you walk into this, and it mm. appears to be, even though it's a sewer, this appears to be like a latrine that the kobolds were using. There is, like, kobold poop everywhere, and they didn't even hit the water. Freaking dragon things. <laughs> I laugh at you for going in there. <laughs> All right. Roll me a constitution check. Aw. Okay. Let's see. I laugh harder. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, Tivit is overwhelmed by the stench of cobalt poop in this room. You are going to uh, have to get out of here. Gotta go, God. Can't stay in here. Ran the hell away. Run away. Run away. Vomiting. Vomiting and gagging. Okay, so you walk back out into this room, and Duggan says to you, I think we've done just about everything we can down here. Uh, we've taken out some more cobalts, and I don't see that there's anything left to find down here. We've been through all of these hallways and rooms. I think we should probably head back to the surface and do some investigating up there. We're still no closer. We've taken out the cobalts, but we're still no closer to finding this sish or the artifact. So maybe we should go to the crime scene. Makes sense. Uh, should we bring these swords that we found to try and get some gold from them? Or do you just want to leave them? Let's just leave those. Uh, you can carry They're all yours. You can carry them <laughs> if you want to. The pile of uh, I do have my handy dandy normal bag. If you shove a bunch of sh swords in there, I believe we'll get a perception check to notice <laughs> if the we'll bag is normal. Notice. I know that's that's the joke. My handy dandy normal bag with nothing. Uh, we didn't check one of the room. What do you mean? Over towards the latrine oh, place. If you go to the like east, there's something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right here. Didn't realize that. Is there anything there, Kevin? Uh, that's just a hallway that leads out into uh, a room that you've been into. Okay, so it goes okay. right back over here. Let us go. You pop back out of the sewers and you get up on the street and you're gathering together and everyone give me a perception check. Well, do. 21. 12 plus 1, 13. That's performance. This is perception. Uh, perception, I got a 21. You got a 20. It already I got a 20, but I get one from Jack of All Trades. Oh. So Shane and Tivit, um, you're up on the street and everybody's coming out of the grates and you notice probably about 50 feet away there is what appears to be like a human man in a blood red cloak with the hood pulled over his head looking at who the hell is that pointing so you point at the man in the cloak yep so as you do that he turns around and starts running guess we chase after him we do all right so now it's time for a skill challenge let's go so the way this is going to work in the skill <laughs> challenge is you are going to have to make five successes before you make three failures. Okay, let's see what happens with my uh, negative one athletics. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I'm going to let you choose what skills that you have and you need to make a case for me how that skill is applicable to chase this guy down. Let's uh, start out by everybody roll initiative. I got it. A 19. Tivit got a 20, but the trucker wasn't up yet. All right, so everybody's initiative is in? Yep. Yeah. The way it works is you make a case for whatever skill that you're going to use to help chase this guy down and then make that roll. Tivit is going to use his acrobatics to uh, jump up on the top, to sort of climb up real quick to the rooftops to chase after this guy so that we can keep an eye on him through the crowd more easily. Oh, you're going to Batman it. 
Yep. So Ooh, that's uh, a 20. So that is one success. Uh, tell me how you do it. Okay. Tivit sort of, uh, see, I don't know the architecture. Well, he just sort of shimmies up uh, to the rooftops and uh, calls out, I'll keep an eye on him from up here so that we don't have to worry about losing him. Chases and starts hopping from roof to roof, avoiding, you know, the ones made of straw. <laughs> All right. Next up is Amonity. Rather than a skill check, I'm going to use the cantrip command which will cause him to at least pause for a second, maybe giving others advantage if it doesn't outright make him halt. So with that, I'm going to need you to make a Arcana check. Rolling Arcana? Yeah, because it's a skill challenge, not like an attacker. Okay, roll a 15 plus 1 for 16. All right, that is going to count as a success. So you cast your command spell, and you see the hooded man pause momentarily and then takes off running again. Next up, Juliet. Juliet's going to use her town guard skills, knowledge, and trampling abilities to sweep the people in front of her out of the way. One end of her halberd. So what kind of skill check is that going to be? Uh, athletics. Want, want 11. All right, so that's going to count as a fail. So you, you're you running through the crowd, and you've got your halberd, and you pull out the blunt in, and you're, like, trying to move people out of the way. And then, like, one of the, like you're, you're moving them out of the way, and then right in front of you is, like, a eight-year-old orphan boy. <laughs> so you pause because you, you just you can't take your halberd and, like, just throw this orphan to the ground. Not quite that evil, huh? So next up, uh, Alexander. Let's go. Let's just try and sprint through the sprint through the crowd with my. Do you think dexterity would count? Like what exactly is? It would have to be a skill check. So like you would either have to make like a an athletics or an acrobatics. Okay. Uh, and then explain I'm how you gonna, use that. I'm just gonna try and run through the crowd, avoiding people as I go through, try and catch up using my acrobatics. So an 18, so that will be a success. So you're running through the crowd and you're just nimbly dodging like all these flower carts and apple carts and, and commoners and just weaving your way through the crowd to try to catch up to this hooded man. Right, doing like little jumps over the carts and uh, jumps over the glass. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> totally Jason Borning it. Do like a, uh, like how the baseball players do like their run, just run on their knee, like slide on their knees. Do that on their Baseball slide underneath stuff. I think that's more like a dance move than a baseball move. <laughs> spend, spend a lot of time on your knees, do you? Limbo. Oh. oh. <laughs> Next up is Tivit. All right. Tivit is going to use insight to try and figure out which way this guy is going so we can yell it down to the others. Nice. <laughs> so that's a five. So basically, you're like, so you're like, hey, I think this hooded figure, no, the, the guy's about- going over here. And then <laughs> as soon as you say that, he like, you know, makes a turn to the right down through an alley. Okay. So currently we've got three successes and two fails. So you've got to make two more successes before you make one more fail. Amonity. All right. I'm going to. Yell for the crowd, stop thief, and hope they will trip him or grab him, grab a cloak, anything. And that will be a persuasion tra- check. And I roll two plus five for a total of seven. <laughs> That's going to count as a fail. You yell into the crowd t- to stop this thief, and no one's paying any attention to you at all. You don't know if they just. You, they don't think you have any authority or it's too loud in the crowd to hear anything from them. 
but they don't do anything. So at that point, you see the guy getting away from you and you've lost him down through this alley. I attempt to follow through the alley that he went to, try and find any tracks. Okay. Since we've already lost him. Uh, that would be a investigation, I believe. Uh, investigation or perception, either one. Got a nine or well, a ten. Um, yeah, um, you're not really seeing anything down through this alley, so... But the alley goes for um, quite a ways without turning left or right. So if you wanted to make another perception or investigation check after you move another 50 um, feet down this alley, you can. Yeah, I'll go. uh, Since I can't find anything there, I just go down towards the ender part of it and do another investigation check. 14. You come to what appears to be like a, a T in the alleys where it butts up against this um, building. You see on a crate that it appears to be um, like knocked ajar, like the crate was sitting on top of another crate and like something hit it and moved it. So you think um, the hooded man may have gone to the right. I mentioned that to the others behind me and sprint over there. And we try to find any more clues. You go down through the alleyway, and it appears to be a dead end. And at the end of the alleyway, there is this hooded man who appears to be trying to break through a door. He's probably about 50 or 60 feet away from you. Okay, uh, let's try tackle him. Um, I have a, I have minus one to athletics, man. I can't do that. Well, we're all uh, there, right? Or is it just uh, shit? Or I think I'm the first one to arrive. You're right behind me. I yell at him to stop. I think that'd be an uh, intimidation check. All right, roll it. That would be a ten. So you yell for him to stop, and he turns around and just snarls at you and pulls out a short sword. I back up a little bit and uh, let my allies get in front of me. (laughs) All right. Basically, what you see is you've gone down through this alleyway, and it leads to this dead end, and there's this hooded man trying to break through the door in this dead end that goes into another building. So, everybody roll initiative. 14. Well, I got a three. (laughs) I mixed mine up with the Yeah, that was Tibbet. It is Tibbet. That was a fact. I think the fix is in. I rolled a, a four. Whenever everyone arrives, I yell to them that we need to attempt to catch this guy alive. I think this guy is a red talent assassin. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. They have no tact, no intention of being secret. Quit metagaming. <laughs> hooded, hooded man. man. <laughs> I think this guy has got a hood. I like that hood. I want to keep it. It's very red. <laughs> Actually, in my mind, I know that I re- actually really want this uh really want this said when also in addition to saying that we need to catch him alive i called dibs on the hood i believe i already dibs that did your character say dips though oh, i said it out guys loud. we rolled initiative for a reason sure you can use your action to say dibs yeah, that's, a, that's a standard action to say dibs yes i am uh with my high misses of my crossbow i'm willing to take that uh I believe when you motioned everybody forward, you already used your turn. We'll we'll figure it out. So the hooded man uh, turns around and looks at you and just charges at Juliet and will attack with what appears to be a short sword. Dibs. (laughs) And that is a 10, which is going to miss. 
Next up is Tivit. Tivit. Let's see. Is there enough room for him, for Tivit, to get around behind this guy? Uh, yeah, if you go to the south. Okay. So Tivit's going to jump around behind him and flank him. Uh, would that be flank? Yeah, that'd be a flank. Yeah. Okay. So Just the 16. That will hit. Sneak attack. More. So total of six. <laughs> Next up is a monotine. Um... I can't blast him backwards, so I will just use a regular Eldritch Blast and shoot him for 11 plus 5, 16 to hit. 16 to hit. That will hit. Yeah, but it only grazes him doing three force damage. Do your little incantation and this force blast comes out of your head, so just like clips him on the shoulder and he just turns right back around and you see a snarl on his face. Next up, Juliet. Uh, so Juliet's gonna, after successfully stopping his first attack, is going to uh, try and push him to the ground uh, with a, what do they call it, shove action? Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna use my attack to Knock push him down. down to the ground. So you're using um, like non-lethal? Yeah, you know, let's just go with non-lethal. I'll look up the rules later. <laughs> yeah. Because unless your yeah, unless your attack says you know knocks the target prone, you can't really knock him to the ground. Uh, ten to hit. I have a feeling that doesn't hit. Um, actually, roll it again because you currently have advantage with Tivit. Uh, Twelve probably does not hit either. No, that doesn't hit either. <laughs> Big Wefa. All yeah. right, Tivit, you're up. Okay, let's go for the non-lethal damage. Let's smack the hell out of this guy. Sneak attack. Fifteen to hit. Uh, that will hit. Twelve damage. Yeah. So you're attacking with your short sword, so you you're like take uh, your your fist and like use it to like punch him instead of like stick him with the blade mm-hmm. yeah. like in the back. Wait, did you guys skip my turn? Oh wait, did we? Because like it goes, Hoodman did his attack uh, to begin with, then uh, Tibbet did his sneak attack thing while he flanked did his thing. Yeah, we think and, we actually. Uh, uh, I think uh, we did. So uh, go ahead and take your turn, Alexander. Woo! I get to actually fill the game. What a time to be alive. Uh, I'm going to use a bonus action to make a perception check to see uh, how injured he is. Actually, if you're making a check, that'll be a standard. That'll be a standard? Uh, okay. Yeah, because I just want to make sure that we don't accidentally kill this guy. And I'm not really one of the damaged people in our party. Did Oliver just show up? Yes. He did. Sorry, I go. took a nap and my alarm didn't go off. You're only two hours late. I'm sorry. I'm trying to reset my schedule. It's going poorly. I tell you that the bard ate all the honey. Facts. <laughs> While you were lies. napping. That is a lie. Sounds like Maybe. something that would happen in real life. Uh, okay, so I will roll a perception check to see uh, how injured he is. That'll be a 16. Um, you can see that uh, he's got some bleeding going on. Uh, is it uh, any vital points? It looks as if... Um, he can't move very well. You would think he's probably about halfway past, uh, halfway to unconsciousness. Okay, I uh, using my bonus action. I yell over, uh, yell to the party that we need to make sure to not kill this guy. If you're using a melee attack, then you can choose the instant damage is dealt, whether or not you're killing or knocking him out. Oh, can you? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it doesn't work for spells. You can't cast like a non-lethal fireball. That's not a thing. Right. Makes sense. Or not. Yeah, and with that, I'll just pass it over to Tevi, who did his damage thing with his yeah. sneak attack. Twelve damage sneak attack. Amonites up. What are what is the rules around called shots? Can I like, what, if I was to aim at his feet, if I wanted to break his ankles, sort of thing? 
Mm, I would let you do that, but I would probably give you a negative four penalty to the attack for a called shot. Okay. Well, I'm going to try that anyway. It's a risk, but hey, I'm going to use my Eldritch Blast and shoot at his um, Achilles heel, say. And roll a nat 20. <laughs> wow. Well done. Yeah. So. And I will roll a d20 for crit. Should it blow off his leg? 17. <laughs> okay. It's like a cow straight through his foot. <laughs> 15 wow, damage on top of that. <laughs> so des- describe how you use this attack to knock him to the ground. <laughs> I, I aimed for his foot and just hit it right as he was off balance. He was stepping backwards onto his heels, and it knocks his feet right out from under him. He falls down and bangs his head in hopefully a non-lethal way. Okay, so here's what you see happens. Amonite does this, and the hooded figure falls to the ground, and then you see the hooded figure reach into a pocket inside the hood, and stuff something into his mouth. Fuck. Uh, I'm gonna try and stop him from doing that. Chop his head off so he can't swallow Ow. it. <laughs> Kick him in the back of the head so he can't swallow it. <laughs> Cr- right. Crush his throat so nothing will go down. <laughs> uh, would that be an athletics check to keep him from... Uh, I, I would let uh, either Tivit or Juliet do a athletics check to try to yeah. grab whatever this is out of uh, his mouth, but it's going to be a pretty high check considering it's already in his mouth. Well, guys, just do like I did and roll a natural crit. Shake, oh. him. <laughs> Shake him like Can a we baby. both try? Just one um, of us? Just one. Uh, just one of you. Alright. Juliet, you're big. Stop him. It's going to take longer for me to reach down, but okay. I mean, you could uh, try and Heimlich maneuver him and just like Squeezes uh, his abdomen. Just shove your fingers down his throat till he throws up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'll reach down and try and stop it. If I don't stop it, guys, this is your fault. You went for See what you guys did. Juliet um, takes her uh, dragon claws and into this guy's <laughs> mouth, and it's just like, just like scrapes and blood just from like either the the force of you know your your paws inside this person's mouth, but uh. At this point, it looks like uh, he's already swallowed it, and um, he starts to convulse, and then his eyes just get that glaze of a dead man. Delicious. I'm rolling, rolling an insight check to see if I can uh, just invent breakdancing from watching him. <laughs> sure. It's too, too dead before I can try and make a medical save or something. Let's take his oh. face so people can recognize it. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Fuck! <laughs> That's uh. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Ah! <laughs> yeah. there, Jesus. Um, there will be no breaking to electric boogaloo in Suell with a fourteen. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I say fuck and walk over to his body and start to. Let's we'll start to see body. if yeah, search him. Okay, so uh, I roll. I roll an investigation. Uh, I got a twelve. I got a sixteen. Well, it's going to be an investigation check, not a perception. So, I investigate pretty much the wall right next to me and see nothing. I investigate check out the door. The same thing Shane investigated. Did did did. <laughs> All right, so you're you're rifling through um, this guy's pockets. Um, you know, you find this, sh- this short sword. You also find a vial of green liquid, ten gold pieces, and a scrap of paper. 
Uh, I'll say that I'll add the 10 gold pieces to our community pot that I'm handling. So generous of you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, go ahead. Now at, I'm at 234 gold for all of us. I concentrate and activate detect magic in case anything is worthwhile. Uh, yeah, there's there is no magic on this guy. Not even the um, All right. I will roll a uh, medical a medicine check to see if I can tell what kind of potion it is. Okay. Wouldn't it be? Oh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you don't know. Uh, shit. Um, I'm gonna two. try and do the same thing. Uh, hey, Duggan, do you recognize that? <laughs> um, yeah, Duggan will do a medicine check. I just did one and got a 17. You're good at medicine. Time in the woods. All right. Yeah, so exactly. with that that medicine check of 17, you would know that this is a weak poison. Okay. Uh, I I suggest that we should give it to Tivit since he's a, a rogue and more. And with his bow and like weaponry, has a better use of the poison. Okay. Especially with his skill in traps. Yes. Um, what does the note say? So, who's taking a look at the scrap of paper? I mean, it sounds like. I will, I guess. Okay. Is it written in a language I can understand, which would be Elvish or common? It is written in common, and it appears to be an address. Uh, is the uh, well, all right, guys? Is, he's just a Papa John's delivery guy. Delicious, <laughs> right? Right. I Where's that marinara? Where's that marinara sauce? Somebody Case closed. closed. <laughs> he's a delivery boy. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. A lot of people say this, but we really do want to hear from you. Are we shinier than a platinum piece? We're stankier than a cobalt's loincloth. Let us know what you liked and didn't like. Everything helps this make a better podcast for you. Got an idea for monsters, items, and commercials? Let us know about it. You might hear it in the show. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. We also have a website where you can learn more about the characters, lore, and maps of this world. You'll also find articles about Dungeons and Dragons and a whole lot more. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. Do you think the government of Luskane is spying on you and you don't have a social media account? Then email us at dungeondebacle at gmail.com. You can also check out the theme song and all the commercials you heard on the podcast on our YouTube account. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. New episodes come out every Sunday, so check your podcast app. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Are annoying adventurers stealing your treasure and slaying ye hard-earned magical beasties? An expertly crafted dungeon may just be what ye need. Hell, I'm Brog Stoneshield Jr. of Stoneshield and Sons Dungeon Contractors. When me pal started this business, he had but one philosophy. Help people protect what they worked so hard to get. We have free in-tower consultations to design a lair just for ye needs. Our expert Robin Stonesmiths will help you build a dungeon of your dreams, and we can work with any budget. Spike traps, we got them. Flame pillars, no problem. Bottomless pits, we're the best in the business. Do you already have a dungeon and want to upgrade? We can help make it even more secure. 
With the combined 600 years of experience, there's no dungeon too big or too small. We do them all. Just contact Stone Shield and Sons Dungeon Contractors for all your dungeon needs.